Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello one and all, and welcome back to another Drunken Car Review. And as promised in my last episode, I'm going to be reviewing my top 5 worst cars ever built. Now, as a caveat to start this off, because I am not going to get into discussions on these... I'm going to exclude certain cars that have a uh, have sort of transcended their crappiness. Cars like the Pacer and the Gremlin and even the VW Thing. Despite their ugly, hideous, useless builds and terrible car design, I want to exclude this simply because they've transcended themselves. They've taken their shittiness and sort of used it to their advantage. So, to start off with, those cars are excluded. Simply put, and several others. Because if you've transcended that kind of crappiness to become, well, used it to your advantage, I can hardly call you the worst car because, although intentional or not, you've sort of played it up to a good point. Anyways, to start off with, this car may fit into that category I just mentioned, but because I've never met one man who's ever owned one in his life who's actually liked them, I'm going to be calling the first car, number five on my list, the Ford Pinto, as one of the worst cars ever built. Now, to start off with, you may wonder, if you know cars well, why a car like the Chevy Vega was not included, considering that this was a dark competitor with that useless piece of shit. And while it had the same issues, ugly car design, horrible engine, and horrible everything else on the car, suspension and everything else, there was one certain unique aspect to the Ford Pinto that set it apart from the Chevy Vega. Well, it had a tendency to blow up. Yeah, if you hit the car above 25 miles an hour to bumper, it had a nasty tendency of crumpling right into the gas tank and usually resulted in a fiery conclusion with you may, may or may not be in the vehicle at the time. You see, it also had a habit of, well, with crumpling the back end, usually smooshing the doors shut so you couldn't get out. Yeah, a bit of a design flaw, I would say. And it was only compounded when Ford memos were released that said that the, um... Issues of the deaths would be negligible in result of the car sales. Now, people look at this in a bad light. I mean, every car company at the end of the day has this kind of report because there's always going to be somebody that shoves his head into a blender and you have to have a cost report for the insurance and lawsuits that eventually will come from that moron. But this looked especially bad when their cars were blowing up several times, usually resulting in a few deaths. So it didn't really look good for the Pinto. And, well, let's just say the car didn't have many other redeeming features for itself. It wasn't super cheap. It was cheap, but not that cheap. And, well, just say, unless you wanted to die a fire explosion, this was kind of a bad image for it. So, if you had a choice between a Vega or a Pinta, yeah, you chose the Vega because while it was, both were crappy cars, you didn't want to blow up in it. So, yeah, the Ford Pinto definitely is number five on my choice. Now, before I get into the rest of this list, I'm going to also say that most of these cars are relatively above 1980, usually, because it's what I remember from my time as I was born in the 90s, I won't go into any more detail on that, but it's cars I remember seeing around at times, and if I haven't seen them around just being daily drivers, it's cars I've seen at car shows. 
So anyways, with that out of the way, the number four on my list is a car that holds a special significance. Now, I hate minivans. I despise them. If you own one, I, I, I get it, but I mean, I'm sorry, but they're ugly. There's no such thing as a good-looking minivan. I mean, Kia's trying damn hard with the new Carnival, but damn, it's still ugly. Yeah, minivans are rough. And I just saw number three on my list drive by me. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Anyways, but, yes, the, the Pontiac Super, what the hell is this? Oh, yeah, the Pontiac Sport Van, Transport, Transport, yes, the Pontiac Transport. God, even the name is dumb beyond comprehension. This car is just simply hideous. This minivan-looking pile of shit somehow made Pontiac's list to, let's produce this dumb pile of junk. Not only is the wedge so long on this thing, I swear to God you could use this to launch a freaking Hummer. It's just ugly. My God, the AP pillars on this thing are just massive. The doors are positioned awkward in this kind of looking like almost like a suicide door looking thing. It's got glass for miles on the entire top, and the design is just blood ugly looking and disproportionate to extremes I never thought would be imaginable. And the front end glass, I mean, honest to God, that had to cost at least a billion dollars to replace if you broke that poor thing. Literally, the glass went from the hood of the car, not the top, no, I mean, the towards the grill of the car, almost, looking like, all the way up over above the roof. It was weird and ugly. There was no other way to describe the damn thing. And obviously, many vans are not known for their power, but this thing was especially spineless, and the interior held the sporting uniqueness of being just complete and utter shit. Yes, this car almost made number three, but my loathing for number three uh, saved it. So number four is the Pontiac Transport. God, what a dumb name. <sighs> number three on my list. God, I hate this car. Oh, okay. If this is this would be number one because it did something that I absolutely despise, but the other two cars were just too hard to beat. <sighs> God. Yep. The Pontiac Aztec. I hate this car with a goddamn passenger. Killed one of my most favorite brands in history. Ah, gosh, damn it. Why would they do something like this? Okay, calm down. The Pontiac Aztec was a hideous, hideous, hideous lump. It's one of the only car brands, and I just mentioned seeing one, which reminded me of my putrid hatred for this bugly piece of shit. It's weird front end. It's got a damn ugly back end. It's like a freaking box to cut off the end of the car. And on top of that, just, the, just the, the spinelessness of that engine and everything else like that, it just, it culminated in just a piece of shit vehicle. There's no other way to describe it. Now, I will say the only redeeming factors did have a fascinating interior for the time. I mean, cup holders on the rear tailgate that folded down like a pickup bed. And the fact that it had control panels for the trunk of the car. Awkward, but kind of weird, cool features, but still, god damn, this was a dumb, ugly vehicle. And at the end of the day, these interior features cannot save the hideous, butt-ugly car that was the Pontiac Aztec. It was a horrifying end to Pontiac, and that's why I despise this car as number three. If it was number one, if it wasn't for the other two cars that were made up before it and after it, it's just, god damn, this is my most hated vehicle ever. Because not only did it produce a piece of shit vehicle, but it also caused one of my most favorite car companies, Pontiac, to die... Not with a scream, not with a whimper. It died freaking shitting itself out on this pile of crap. It, it, it's just sad, goddammit. This car destroyed everything I love. I mean, Pontiac started the most coolest age of cars ever, and they died shitting themselves out this useless, dumb, worthless pile of crap, the Pontiac Aztec. Why, oh why? Oh my god almighty. Shit. Okay, getting on past that 
damn piece of crap. We have a car that's infamous for crappery. The Yugo, yep, I could not discuss a worst vehicle list without discussing the Yugo. Everyone hates the Yugo. It's kind of what makes the Yugo is it's despise and hate for the Yugo. The people who own Yugos hate Yugos. The people who see Yugos hate Yugos. The people who even know of Yugos hate Yugos. And the persons who don't even know it exists hate Yugos. Because Yugos are shit. It was cheap. And not even for the value of cheap was it good. It was completely another preposterously stupid. The suspension sucked. The car looked like crap. The engine was terrible. The interior was about as flimsy and dated as a freaking anything. Hell, the spare tire was on the freaking engine bay. The engine! They put the spare tire in the front of the car with the engine. What the hell is wrong with them? Oh my god, the Yugo was just crap. There's no other way to describe it. It, it I'm not sure how else to describe it. I can't go into specifics because, to be honest, I, I would have to find something to compare it to just because, simply put, it, there's no comparison to its shittiness. It is dumb and ugly beyond comprehension. And if it wasn't for the ugliness, the sheer ugliness of the next car on this list, it would definitely be ranked number one because everybody knows Yugos freaking suck. And if you own a Yugo, again, my apologies, but you would not transcend the gremlin list. And there's no way in hell you ever will because Yugos are the butt of everything's joke. Everything from all time. It is just the dumbest car ever built. Why? Why would they think, hey, it's Russians are known for important good cars. The, che the Czechs are good known for good cars. Those are two companies. Let's put the Czechs in charge of putting a car in the U.S. market. That'll go well. Oh, my God. What is wrong with sometimes when people find importing cars? I mean, some look cool, yes, but God damn it. The Czechs are not known for car building, not in the slightest. Anyways, let's get on to the next car, shall we? The Nissan Juke. Yep, I put this in number one because honestly, it is the dumbest, hideous, most dumb but ugly car ever produced in the modern era. And why isn't it above the Yugo? Simply because it, even this car is as ugly as the Yugo. There's no other way to describe it. It is just freaking hideous. The car is but ugly beyond any recognition of the word. It is just a pile of driving shit. It's bug-eyed headlight. It's weird in front. It's damn ugly sides proportionate this odd proportionate wheels and while yes the interior isn't terrible and even the engine it isn't lackluster it's some kind of weird cross between a freaking station wagon and some suv hybrid that resulted in some kind of monstrosity bug that was the juke it is on its sheer ugliness alone has transcended the list at number one on just sheer ugliness there's no other way to describe this car it's just simply ugly and how the hell this driving pile of junk got past the design stage is still beyond me to this day because the bones were there the engine was decent the interior was not but it's nissan quality but it was just ugly it's just ugly there's no other way to describe this thing it's just bloody ugly Oh my god, why, why? So yes, this is number one, because by far it is just the ugliest car ever built in my opinion. There's no other way to describe it. Okay, that was number one on my list. Uh, I got a few honorable mentions, obviously. You got cars that are popular, like the Vega I mentioned earlier, and other cars I see on the road nowadays, like the that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's... I could say it's in the eye of the beholder as far as looks or power and all that stuff and usefulness and with power and reliability. But at the end of the day, there's no design that these cars are just sheer ugly. There's no other way to describe it. They're ugly. They're ugly and terrible cars. If you own one, apologies. I don't mean to offend, but you own crap. Why would you buy one? Is beyond me. With that out of the way, I appreciate you listening to my ramblings once again. If you want to subscribe to this craziness, I appreciate it. Yeah, especially after today. Uh, this was 
rough looking at pictures of these junky cars. And if you put in a few likes or dislikes, I don't really care to be honest. I do this for fun because I have nothing else better to do on my drive home. So anyways, this has been a Drunken Car Review, and I hope you come back to listen to me. Have a wonderful day and a great night.